Oh my gosh. Woo! Hey, and we're here recording for the first time. <laughs> this is episode two of Have a Nice Day, I guess. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, it got, uh, <laughs> what, what would you call it? Kind of intense? I mean, it was funny. It was goofy, but also, like, we... I, I think we it was had perfect. <laughs> We had at it with Jim and Pam, and yeah, man. I feel like we landed on different sides. But I mean, whatever. I don't. I don't care. It's fine. It's again fake characters. So it was perfect. Nothing wrong with it. Oh man, I. If if people think that we're serious when we're like doing like, <laughs> they don't know us really. I mean, yeah. some probably won't. Like we get intense, but I don't. I barely mean anything I say. I just say because it it's fun. <laughs> oh, it's it's a good time. I. Uh, yeah. Man, I. There's this weird thing, and I don't know if it happens when you get older or you start drinking coffee, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like half the time I drink a coffee, I'm like, I want to I wanna start a coffee shop. That'd be really neat. But then I, I, think th- about, yeah. <laughs> I think about the monopoly that Starbucks has on the world, and I'm like, I don't think I could compete. I should just keep drinking their coffee. Yeah, the, the, the only places, it has to be a big city, first off, and yeah, then secondly, yeah. it's got to be really friggin' hipster and cool you've got to have like some weird like cayenne pepper basil honey latte like just random. <laughs> we always you have a band on retainer called the armpits that always is playing <laughs> like live music yeah. for you <laughs> kayla and i have fought this over and like especially dude uh, portland gets you it makes you think you're gonna start a business oh, when you go to portland. yeah no we we went there and went to every mom and pop coffee shop eatery every month we like oh we could do this we would let's <laughs> let's do it let's open it let's research let's do it. it would be so hard and we won't make money for like the first five years but man does it sound cool when oh you're just some- just the first five years how huh? you don't think you think after the first five years you'd really make it kicks in well that's it, upon my i did research i mean i'm being <laughs> so like, i'm being honest the first five years yeah. of my life after that it kind of went downhill so i'm just curious like maybe maybe it's the for same a business for a you don't you don't take really a salary home for like the first five years of most small business again, if, the first you do, five years if you do what well. i didn't take a salary home so again i, I, I didn't it. either yeah yeah so then i started making real money at age six and yeah i never looked back really i have my own empire <laughs> since then. i I love being being our age and maybe like Gen Z, which is the age right below us, right? They're Gen Z. Yeah, we're millennials. We were we were so bad that we didn't even get a generation title. Um, they're just like, oh, the millennials. Yeah. Maybe they'll they uh, eat too many avocados. Call them millennials. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that. Really, I think it it's taken from the Backstreet Boys like Millennium album, and they're like, well, they liked them when they were younger, and that was it. But I don't know. Um, <laughs> And they all talk like an old. <laughs> and they all talk. I love like that our cough drop. Like what is anyone that? above the age of twenty eight? We're just like, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, their voice. Yeah. Our parents, anyone older? <laughs> you better get up and do your. Ch- I mean, like, if they're if they're, it's... I'm sure we're gonna have students <laughs> the... listen to this. Like, is that how your parents talk? Tell the voices them. we give are. Oh, there's Thor bumping the microphone. Yeah, that's fine. The voices we give give our parents are really funny because they don't sound like that at all. oh i don't dude not even a little our our parents are are an interesting i was <laughs> this is actually something i genuinely was thinking about today was i remember like I, i'm trying to kick habits that we had as kids and one of the worst habits i think oh, um God, i'm afraid i'm gonna hear something that i do too go ahead well maybe but one of the worst <laughs> habits i know that you and i had growing up uh Uh-oh. uh 
that that I think our parents really was was they instilled was the idea behind like being so last second. So um, when you're younger, you're last second anyway. Like the day of, your friend asks you if you want to hang out. You tell your parents, they're like, "Oh my gosh, no time! What are we supposed to do?" You're like, "I get that," but like, yeah, I'm talking about. I was like 23 or 24. I'm 28, so this was like four or five years ago, probably now. Maybe okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna okay. I'm guessing on time around then, right? I'm driving sure. back to where we're from, where you and I were from originally, our house that we grew up in for Christmas. I'm driving home. It's a two and a half hour trip from where I live, basically in Indianapolis, yeah. and yeah. I'm driving driving up north in Indy, uh-huh. uh, take, taking um, 65 all the way straight shot north, you know, you pass Muncie, you're getting close. So I'm, I'm in the city we grew up in. I'm in Hartford City, and I call mom and dad, and I'm like, hey, I don't see your cars outside the house. And you know what they said? This is day of me coming home for Christmas. They said, oh, yeah, hey, we forgot to tell you. We moved. We're in, we're in a different city. We're in a different house. Oh, what? That happened? They didn't even tell me they had moved until I was going home. What? I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah. This happened for real? Yeah. yeah. You were already at the house. You don't remember me going, well, this is a nice Oh, place. yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh like, my this gosh. is a great house. I wish I would have yes, known you were in because it. Because <laughs> I remember this because, okay, so similarly, <coughs> I drove to someone else's house that wasn't their new house yeah. because I, I was surprised that I beat you there, to be honest, because when I was trying to find it, yeah. they sent me the wrong instead of uh, it was like a West versus East thing. Oh, so no. I ended up in like somebody's driveway in Muncie <laughs> area. And then I'm like, hey, uh, this doesn't seem like the picture you sent to me. Is this really your house? They're like, oh, it's West. I was like, it's not West. Okay. <laughs> it's West. <laughs> it's West. Yeah. Oh my Ooh, gosh. What's waste? Um, so do you feel that that you're you're a last minute person? Because no, I feel like I'm no, not. No, I kicked that habit because of crap oh, okay. like that. Like that's one of the See, habits that we had growing up that I'm like, I don't want to be that way. Right. And I think I, I did to an extent, <laughs> but I actually I disagree that I had that. I had a full overcorrection reset where I short circuit at last minute. Oh, you're an because... iPhone. That's cool. I didn't realize that I was talking. Yeah. About. Welcome my guest iPhone, Gen 10. The new iPhone SE. <laughs> um, I don't know why called? I did that. Is that even a thing? It, it is. Okay. Yeah. SE. It's yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing an ad for them. I don't know why well, I was about to explain. What? When did um, I start my, I think I started at iPhone four. I've had <laughs> six generations of iPhones. That's I how have... we should count how old we are. When did you, when did you start? <laughs> what was your first iPhone? iPhone? <laughs> yeah, I was a damn Oh yeah. Oh god, that was still that brick one, right? Five inches thick. But, dude, I used to get like even when Dad would be like, "Want to go to a Reds game?" I would be like, even if it. I wanted to. Dude, no, 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 time out. He didn't say it like a WWE wrestler. Like, you want to get him a ring and go? Like he wasn't like he wasn't, he wasn't taking testosterone and freaking steroids he was like hey wanna, yes huh wanna, he was no, he was like, he would flex he came in with what do you think this is a fourth of july fireworks dad like what like i don't know what you're talking about Put on your chain mail. Yeah, yeah, what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? That never did that. But even when he did that, and it would be something that... It, now no. Nowadays, absolutely not. But back then, I still kind of liked it. 
even then, if it was last minute, dude, I would get like nervous in my stomach and I'd be like, no. And he'd just be like, why? And he just, <laughs> no. like, I know you, I'm trying to do something that you like. I'm like, I know, but I don't want to go today. <laughs> Ask me tomorrow. Like, no. it's just one of those. That's I would sad, short circuit. And actually, I would miss out on <clears throat> things with friends too. Even uh, people that I liked because the, if they asked me last minute, yeah, I would get really nervous and like, I'd be you like, know what's, uh, I okay. don't know. Did you ever do this? I don't this? know why. Did you ever do this as a kid? This is kind of embarrassing to admit, but I know that I'm not the only one that has done this where you didn't feel like going to a friend's house, but it was. Oh, you asked mom to say no. But, but it's the same friend every time that you felt like <laughs> yeah. hanging out with. I remember yeah. I had a few friends. I'm sure you could guess which ones I'm talking about, which we're not actually going to uh -huh. say, but. I remember they would call almost daily. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. yeah, mom says I can't. <laughs> like, mom's yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, nope, it's a no, man. I'm changing. And I would I'm do that even with even with friends I liked because I just had what we now call social anxiety, but I didn't realize that's what that was called. <laughs> and so I would, I would get nervous, not know why, and just be like, uh, hey, mom, can you tell them that I can't come? And she'd be like, you can't come? And I'd be like, oh, thank God. Hey, my mom says I can't come. And I'd take a deep <laughs> breath. And oh, feel no. so relieved because I'm such an introvert that like last minute, I need like a week to decide if I'm going to be able to make it. So last, like last minute plans through my brain for a loop. We had, we just had a weird I don't know why. childhood. I, just, I was like, yeah. I felt like going to college, I had no idea what anything was like anything. Like I wasn't. Well, what do you elaborate? I don't know what you're trying to say there. I like, well, like even like <clears throat> facial hair, I was like, like. Scott you had facial hair at like age 10 well, shut yeah, up yeah but i didn't <laughs> how was that <laughs> yeah what are gonna do you baseball guy like <laughs> that was you not dad yeah, oh it was, yeah it was me and my creepy that's, mustache that's why i, I was so I nervous was. i couldn't tell who my dad was i was really messed up yeah i don't think even then that having having just a creepy mustache in middle school was cool like like your friends <laughs> were like we're so jealous but you know like right when you leave they're like that husky child looks so creepy with a bull cut and a mustache yeah does he have a monarch caterpillar <clears throat> on his lip what is this? and i'm sure they called Mon me a husky child yeah middle school i think middle school was when when i got the creepy mustache and middle school is an interesting time already because you're like you finally start liking you know the opposite sex or you start liking you know whoever it is that you have a crush on honestly right <clears throat> Whoever, who, whatever it is now, whoever it is. But, um, I think, <laughs> I think for me, like what, when I, when I had my first crush, I don't know if you remember this, but we used to go to a lake house all the time growing up all the time. And, oh yeah. And Bimi and Bob's. Yeah. 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 So we would go yeah, to yeah, our, yeah, our grandpa's lake house and, um, our, our, our aunt and uncle <clears throat> happened to be friends with our principal and, oh, yeah. and our principal's daughter was one of my first crushes which here's here's oh. how do i compare how out of out of my league i was liking this girl mm. um was she out of your league everybody was out of my league did you see me in middle school there was nobody you, playing oh, the same game as me stop, but, but i had to are you tell mom mom forced me to look like a chunky harry potter with a bull cut for the first like not in middle school in right? middle school I was no. like, oh yeah. You know, like that was like Rebel 101 I, at like preteen, 12, 13. You're like, I want my hair to be long and cool. And she's like, no, 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 because you look like a fool. Like, and that was middle school. 
that was oh, dude, you you did you had a weird battle with your hair with him well, i remember that not like, with my hair i had i was like it's my hair and it's not yeah i'm not even gonna, I'm gonna oh like, yeah sing song the whole you didn't the, you didn't battle your hair i'm just saying like oh yeah man, no, that, that would was... be like it needs cut you look dumb and i'm like i already look dumb let me look my dumb okay like <laughs> let me find me at 13 <laughs> I didn't <laughs> creepy. Mustache. I don't think I looked. I didn't look dumb, but I didn't look cool. No, no, neither of us did. That was <laughs> no, no. But nobody did. It was middle school. But the cool thing about this is this is like this is life advice. Like, be funny yep. in middle school. Everyone will like you, and you don't have to get picked on. Like that's that's mm. what got me through three years, like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Yeah, just like be funny. No one will hate. You. I was. I was the size of, like, yeah, most you were people's. Scared. You were, scared. yeah, most most people's phones now. Like that was my size in middle school. Yeah, and like seriously, dude. <clears throat> what's your I most? Had... I gotta ask. What's your most embarrassing story from middle school? Oh, let me think. I I've got one, but I want to hear yours. You've got one of mine or one no, of your own. One of my own. One of my own for me. You you tell yours because let me think. I can't think of one on the spot. Let me let me think while you're telling yours. <clears throat> All right. I well you know middle school is awkward anyway for for yeah for anyone, um, but I found out this girl had a crush in eighth grade on me, and it's a girl that I've mm-hmm. liked for three years up to this point, and I was like, oh, yeah, oh well, like you know, I'm in my head, I'm like, this is this is this is easy. It's done. I can just walk mm-hmm. up, ask her, because mm-hmm. she already, like, you know, where it is on the street. She likes me, right? Mm-hmm. And she'll say, yeah. I mean, that's that's how middle school mind works. Like, mutual like, mutual like, dating. That's it. Um, and dating consisted of, at that point, because cell phones were not quite cool yet. Like, only the rich had a cell phone. Like, the Razor. Yeah. Yeah. The original Razor. Oh, God. And um, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I'm old. Uh but uh, uh, so I, I found this out in between passing periods and I was like, I'll ask her then. So whatever class ended and I'm walking up to her and as I'm walking up to her, I realized that there's a circle forming around me that's going to absorb her in the middle of it, too. Like I'm oh, like no. 20 people were following me. So by the time we, I get I, like she's across the hall, you know, they had our, our names alphabetically in the locker. So L to whatever, whatever her last name was. I don't even know. It was a walk, though. Yeah. So I'm walking from one side of the hallway to the next, and I'm, I'm beside her, and I look around, and it's not just us anymore. There's at least 25 people in a circle around us. Um, yeah. And I ask her, thinking, like, this is, again, this is easy. I, I'm not even afraid anymore, right? I'm awkward about it. I'm blushing, but um, right. she says no. So, so like, it, it was, I found out later, it was basically an entire prank to see if I would do it in front of people. Oh, that's awful. But that's dude. normal. No, but that's normal middle school, man. Like that happens all the time. That sucks, though. That shouldn't be normal. Oh, so school. embarrassing. That was that was one of my most embarrassing moments, probably. Oh man. So mine doesn't even compare to that. I don't have. See, I'll Did think you of it fart after the in science, science class. No, well, yeah, but that wasn't the one. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I did that, but everybody did that in science class. Like, no that one even batted class. an eye. Like, you could have all kinds <laughs> of things. Like, bodily functions were never the embarrassing thing. There yeah. was a weird moment for me in seventh grade. Okay. Because I had a realization that hadn't dawned on me yet, and it's oh, gonna God. sound, oh, it's God. gonna sound weird, but like, no, it's nothing like gross or like no, anything. No, but it's just, just say it. I was so. 
I give to the way I tell stories is going to be kind of annoying for you probably because I elaborate too much, but I had no concept of like, oh, certain clothes are, are good. So, and some clothes are bad. Like <laughs> now. So I, <laughs> what were you wearing to school? Well, but like, okay, it's not that, it's not like I came in with a dress, well, that's what but I, so like, I had up until this point though, never worried about it. Like no one ever had made fun of me before. No one had ever been like, Oh, you're, you don't wear that. Like, so I was just like chilling, you know? And then one day in seventh grade science, somebody finally <laughs> points out that I'm wearing Skechers aerators. <laughs> <laughs> and you were walking on air what's the issue and i'm i'm in the well apparently at this point in time it was decided that sketchers were for babies oh and, clothing and little kids. clothing is the worst part of middle yeah school. for little oh, kids so man. i didn't know i was just like oh, oh man those shoes are shiny they're blue they got a cool design and they shoot air through them when i walk i, I feel like ash ketchup pokemon and, I felt cool as frick with those shoes, sure. but then I told I went home and told mom like I can't wear these anymore. I have to get new shoes, and she was like, "What? No, we don't have money. How are you going to do that?" And I was like, "I don't know, but it has to be done." <laughs> I'll wear. I'll go barefoot. Like I can't wear these again. And isn't that sad? I, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, and I don't even. I didn't even know what to say there because some. And he wasn't even trying to be mean either. He was just like being observant and was just like, "Baylor, are you wearing Skechers?" And then everybody turns around and is like kind of giggling, like, oh, he is wearing Skechers. And my look at that second like, class citizen in his Skechers yeah. shoes that cost $40. And I thought for some reason, I thought I could lie. Like, I thought I, I just went, no. <laughs> you just <laughs> you're staring at them. Like, They're definitely Skechers. Like, it just says in clear, like, perfect, like, outlined silver and black Skechers on them. And I'm like, these aren't Skechers. These are these are not. These are different. These are they're different sketchers. Different sketchers. They're for what, big kids. They're for that, big kids like me. What, what, but when your shoe size is like five, <laughs> they're different sketchers. What that stuff make them? Sketchers? Right, my my shoe size is five. But how bonkers is it that you can make oh, yeah. somebody feel so bad for just wearing? It doesn't freaking matter. I well, that's why I can. Um, I mean, you were you were. Mm. You were in sixth grade when I was in eighth, right? We were two and a half, three years. Uh, no, you were when I was in sixth grade. You were no longer in middle school. Oh, I was, a, I was a ninth freshman. grader. Okay, so we're a full yeah. three years. So you would have been in fifth yeah. grade still. You weren't even in our middle school. No, not, I wasn't in middle school. So when you. when you were in fifth grade <clears throat> and I was in eighth grade, and they're actually coming back now. I'm seeing a lot of people wear these. Are the ripped jeans? Except mm -hmm. back then, you could only get them from two places, and those two places charged uh, around a hundred dollars like, per pair. Oh yeah, Aeropostale, American Eagle, not a sponsor. The big ones. <coughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Talking yeah. bad about them, I don't care. But um, we're not really talking uh, bad about them. They just cost. No, them. we're just saying that those were the brands. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody had them, so I would be made fun of. Like, this is yeah. eighth grade. This is eighth grade Chandler, though, because this was cool. The group of friends I had, we were like fake skaters. Uh, grew our hair out long, and you wore girl pants or really tight jeans, right? Um, yeah. and, and then, you know, like you had bands or, um, uh, Chucks were a big one and you listen mm -hmm. to, you listen to Panic. That's what you did. You listened to Panic at the Disco. I started that craze in our school, but, um, mm. oh, good times. But, um, uh, uh, you know, like this phase, this phase of like ripped pants comes along and I'm like, I don't have any. And they're like, 
you got to, man. Like, we're all wearing them. And I was like, you know, I'm in eighth grade. So, like, the only thing I'm thinking is, like, well, I've got to. Everybody else <laughs> so is wearing So stupid. Them. Well, yeah, but that's, it's like, it's a. Uh, it is, yeah. You, you feel like you have to. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's like club culture. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just what everyone else was doing. So, mom went out and said, yeah. kind of like you, like, well, okay, I guess if you're going to survive middle school, here's one pair of ripped pants. I could have just taken scissors. Yeah. But yep. it's stupid, man. Middle school, high school was okay because you could just be whoever you want, and nobody cared. You're all just you're all doing yeah. the same thing. You're just trying to survive. But there um, was definitely no, still man. that that group in in high school for me that thought they were like the elite. No, but I got along with everybody, so it didn't matter for me. Sure. Um, I don't really. I got along that. with. I was like right there in the middle for some reason. <laughs> high school hit, and I was allowed to just be whoever I wanted, and everybody seemed to be fine. I'm sure there were people that were like, "That guy's dumb," but they never said it to my face. Sure. So like, it was fine. High school was fine. Middle I would never go is, back. Middle school is like an absolute nightmare. Even even when I have students that like bump up to middle school, my first thought is immediately like, "Oh man." If you survive that, you can survive oh, anything. Oh man, it's it's a rough yeah. ride for everyone. Even parents are like, "Ah, yeah. middle school sucked for me too," and I don't. Yeah. That that that's a question we can't answer. It's like, why is middle school so weird and terrible, and we still don't know how to change it? And I'm not going to bother trying to answer that. But no, I have no idea. No, I, anyway, I don't know how we got stuck on that. I um, yeah, dude, I have you read any of Bob Goff's books? Just just ask no. me. Oh, is it because no. it's a fad right now? Like people were really into them. Uh, for me, that's not the case. I, no one around my circle of people is like a bob goff oh man am i am i old enough now to like keep oh i don't know if it's an age thing we're over here it's very tim keller i don't even know who that is well see they don't know who bob goff is how do you not know bob east west you know i don't know (laughs) i'm sure people know who he is but uh i don't know he he wrote a new book that's actually really good um that's actually really good like i'm reading bad books but I, I've read every book by Goff. Um, I have his Devo. This is his technically you, his fourth You book. are a fanboy. I am. I am. I Stephen Furtick yeah. and Bob Goff, literally on Facebook, I have the fan badge, is apparently how much I share their stuff, which... I do not know who either of those people really are. Uh, I know that you... I know Ooh, Bob boy. Goff because of you, okay. but I don't know... Well, Furtick, have you ever about heard about Elevation Worship? Like the biggest worship? Yeah, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. yeah, he's the pastor at the church. He's the one that made the whole church. Okay. Um, oh, okay. he's a mega pastor now, basically. I mean, like millions of people reached. So, you know, you have one, one camp, everybody working at like an average church. is like, we hate him cause we're not him. You know, like we don't have that platform. Hmm. And then you have the big church people that are like, yeah, that's just okay. But like, check out our church, like waterline Jesus saves everyone for 2.0. Yeah. Like we're really cool. You meet online, like it's chill. Like you can drink whatever you want. Like what? <laughs> have you, <laughs> like people, like water? orange juice whatever you want at home man like no judgment it's online but um uh bob bob's really cool but uh in his most recent book and i guess i don't i don't want to get the book away itself but uh it's about how um a lot of us stay stay stuck in what we're in uh because we don't know how to even begin what we really want to do like what's even a first step of something we really want to do um yeah and it's been it's been just been really interesting for me because i think this this applies to anyone of any any age that that ends up listening to this which i doubt again like after the first episode who's even listening to this but um you know he talks about 
like what is what you're doing actually getting you anywhere because like something we don't like to think about is that you you only get one go at this like if you're actually going to be serious mm-hmm. about it for five seconds, you only get one go at life. So what are you actually doing to, to make what you want to do happen? Um, and, and for me, that's, that was really challenging because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm on an educational route now, right? I hadn't planned on it. I didn't want yeah. to go back to school to get my master's. I definitely am still very intimidated by the fact that I have to, I, I have to, I want to go get a PhD after, but um, I mean, like what, what would you say you actually want to do? Because is art like because you're an art teacher, right? At a at a local school, like yeah, is that is that what you're going to do? I don't know. Um, I think really what it comes down to, as far as like what would stop me, I feel it feels like there, even from thinking about doing something else, is there is a there's the quality of comfort, like this is working. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's providing. I don't. I love my job. You know what I mean? So like, so far it's good. Um, but I think what stops me and a lot of people is on top of comfort. It feels like there's so much that you have to do in this life that you, it's hard to see time to even plan for what you want to do. Right. Which, you know what I mean? Which is crazy because there's a whole other, I mean, there are people that have the, it's like just their characters who yeah. they are that just do go. For yeah. It. And those people are the ones that we, we read about or we hear, or we see. Yeah. And and there's a perspective too that like your job doesn't have to be what completes you. You can have a nine to five and have hobbies and things that supplement that, you know, depending on where your faith is. I feel like that's just an adult version. What bothers me about saying that, and I'm not not trashing anyone who says it because I'm sure there are people that are genuine about it. But what bothers me the Uh most is that when you're an adult and you say that, it comes across uh-huh. to me, this is just me, it comes across as an excuse not to do mm. what you really want to do because of the comfortability. And that's it's actually fair. something that Bob talks about uh-huh. as well as like, like quit making excuses for why you're not doing that thing that you actually want to do. Like the first step yeah. in actually getting there is stop making excuses for like, oh, I'm stuck here. I can't move on. And yeah. I think, I think whether it's, you know, like, trying to get a relationship or uh-huh. maybe it's figuring out who you are, whatever, whatever part of life you're yeah. in. I think, I think you have to stop. Like you, there comes a point where you just cold turkey, mm-hmm. you have to quit, quit making excuses that trap yourself in wherever you're at. That's a really good point. And I don't disagree with that statement, but I also think that, you know, it's, it's easy. <laughs> Bob Goff is, has made it and is doing what he wants to do. And I think it's easy to say something like that. That sounds profound from the top mm. and, you know, well, before, before you, before it. you chime in, before you chime in, yeah, I think that there's also a touch of reality that like, yes, I agree with that statement. If there's something that you want to do and it can be done, go do that thing. If, if you feel like you can, you know what I mean? Whatever. But there's also a touch of reality for those people that live on earth that sometimes there isn't an opportunity to just go do it. You know, sometimes there's like, you know, you sometimes can't either. And like, for example, I have, uh, you know, Trevor, my friend, Trevor, mm-hmm. he loves the drums, but he made the decision and I, I agree with his decision. He's like, you know, I would love to be able to do the drums professionally, but there are not many jobs that are easy to get with just playing the drums as a job. So he decided mm-hmm. he can play the drums at church and 
still have fun with the drums in his free time, play in bands for fun. He still gets to do that. It's just not his career. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of what Bob is is referring to is finding your dream and still being able to do it. Um, right. But a lot of people either a and this is this is kind of the point is a lot of people a don't even know if you think about it as like a seed that you plant and you want to see it grow, like a lot of people don't uh-huh. even know what to plant. A lot of people don't even know what, what their dream is. Oh, that's fair. So yeah. like, I like this. I like that. I like doing, you know, like you have hobbies or mm-hmm. you have these things that you're doing, but like, what's the one thing you're really passionate about? I mean, mm-hmm. and for me, I'm learning that it's caring about people for me personally. I I mean, the last, the last six years being in ministry and, and being a youth pastor yeah. right now in this part of life, um, the one thing I've learned more than anything um, is that, well, this I can't I can't necessarily like preach this on a Sunday. Um, well, I would never be I would never be given the opportunity to anyway. But I think that, uh, and I'm learning this actually in school too. And the crossover is that Bob's a Christian and he talks about God in his books um, in your dream. But you yeah. know, something that I've always wanted to do is just help people. Um, since I was a yeah. young kid, that's the one thing I've known about myself is that I care about people and I want to help them. Um, but what I'm learning in, in school right now is that the Western culture, AKA the United States, um, their version of what ministry and church is, is entirely different than what it actually was supposed to be. And, and my frustration, uh, with this, because, you know, my dream was to be a part of that. Um, and, and I'm gonna, I'm actually like, I'm looking into nonprofits that help with homeless people. Um, and, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. when it when it comes to even that topic are like, oh, they they wanted that or they chose that life. Like, who cares? You still need to feed them. Who cares? You still need to help them like yeah. addict or not drunk or not. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they may hate you or not. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like in some regard, just in, on a human level, like you still have to take care of people. Um, yeah, I actually think COVID's uh, uh, may force people force people to look around and go, this is going to hurt everybody. Um, and I don't know how we got there from Bob Goff, but that's, that's where I'm no, landing the plane. It's a good discussion. But, ooh, coffee burps. Sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> I don't care. Again, always there's the nastiest. Like three, three people listening to this. I don't care. But, um, you know, for me, talking about, talking about the dream, like what is, what is something that you've dreamt about doing? Besides, mm. like, every time you drink coffee, starting a coffee shop, which I think we already <laughs> talked about. Yeah, I mean – I've had a lot of things that I've always wanted to do. I think um, I was always interested in acting or voice acting or some version of that or filmmaking, which yeah. is why I used to make really crappy uh, YouTube skits. Oh, God. We both. Well, for it started with us both making. Yeah. It. And then Thank I God, evolved. The internet. Yeah. Minor. I mean, I think uh, my old YouTube channel is now private just because I was like, <laughs> all right, it's Please time. Um, but I, what was fun about doing that was while the, you know, I was a kid, I couldn't afford professional equipment, but I got to a place where I was so like, I had learned how to add lots of special effects. Like I could create lightsabers, I remember lightsabers, that. green screens, um, people warping in and out of screen, uh, two copies of me in the same, uh, you did that you know, one a lot. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. And, you know, I just enjoyed learning how to do those things and each, the reason that I did those videos was not even because I thought my videos were good. I was just learning how to do stuff. And so I think if I were given maybe like a fresh start, and I talk about this with Kayla all the time, I'm like, I would either go into that 
or industrial design, which is just getting to make cool stuff. Like your ideas are just basically take the idea of a chair. There are still billions of ways that you could make a chair that haven't been discovered to make it cool yet more comfortable. Mm. And like something like that, just where I get to put together a puzzle and figure something out. Yeah. But be creative. Um, which is cool though, because I get to help students do that now sure. and get to, get to find that. So I really love my job. I'm not saying that I don't love it, Yeah. but yeah, as a dream. For I all those people just... that know Bailey and are listening and know what he does, specifically where he's located and what he does for a job. Yeah. Like, right? All those, all those right. people. I'm not trying people. to leave. Uh... <laughs> Please don't fire me. Yeah, no, but like <laughs> that, that's, I actually did. It was funny. Um, this is a funny story. Someone found my artwork online, one of the parents. Oh. And they're like, they were like, I found your artwork. What are you doing here? <laughs> like, working? I was like, what? <laughs> they're like, like what? I've seen your artwork. It's like your conceptual stuff. What are you doing here teaching elementary? I was like, I don't know. I like it. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, but, yeah, that's exactly what this is. It pushes you to think about um, what do you really want to do? So I think that, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would say for, for teenagers, especially right now, um, those in high school or those that just graduated like I think something I felt at the time luckily I'm different than a lot of people I knew what I was going to do at 16 went to college did it graduated never never thought about it again right Mm -hmm. um I think I think that's that's a problem that you know you're forcing you're forcing teenagers to say to decide yeah what's that one thing you want to do and there are adults that go back to school there are adults that switch jobs switch careers that don't even know what they're doing yet like i'm 28 and i'm like i'll let you know what i decide on when i grow up and and people people immediately laugh at that because they're like oh ha ha we have we have kids we have a family we're settled down it doesn't matter what i want to do this is what i'm doing this is life so it's a joke and and it's really not like yeah I, they're actually so pushing standards for that now good. for me like we're teaching employee well no not good sometimes oh you like mean, we're pushing you mean enforcing like hey decide what you want and decide now kind of yeah like showing them jobs right some of it's good some of it's bad like exposing them to what is out there is really yeah. cool but expecting them to actually make a decision at that age is bonkers to and, me. It, and it's great i mean like think about john mulaney <clears throat> who who, I mean, he has a whole bit on how he was an English major and look at, look at his right. career. Like it did not, he, yeah. can you imagine him as an English teacher? First off, coolest right. English teacher in the world, but like yeah. he didn't follow that. <laughs> he did what he wanted. I tell my, exactly. I tell my kids even now, I'm like, I still don't really know what I want to be when I grow up. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's I'm, fine. I'm the same way. I, yeah, I don't think, worry about it. I think that uh, it just makes me so sad that like, even I'm, 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 I would say there are times where I'm probably a part of the problem where I'm like, oh, what do you want to, so like, what are you thinking about college yeah. in a year from now? Like, I'm, I'm reinforcing the idea that you better choose because you only have a year left or you better choose. No, I don't think you're doing that. I think you're doing it differently though in the way that you're asking them what they think, which that's allows true. them to reflect. You know what I mean? And that's, that's a little different than me. Like, hey, time's, time's clicking. Oh yeah. Tick. I said clicking. Time's ticking. Clock's ticking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't times times up. clocking to chicken. Um, as you can tell I'm not an English major no um, so notice how I didn't even dis- yeah no, not. so oh my god um, but yeah I mean and that's something I try to do even in my classroom is just yeah. not show I like show or point out things that they're good at so that they know they're good at them but not try and be like you know hey you better do this I don't <laughs> like I don't know if you remember this but I which you know whether or not whether whether or not you're a person of of, of 
whoever ends up actually listening to this thing, um, uh, you know, like uh, me feeling like I was led to be a, a youth pastor and telling my parents I was going to go to college for that. Do you remember? I don't know if you're old enough even at the time because uh, you would have been starting. I don't even know where this is going. <laughs> but do you remember what they said in response to me saying that that might be something I wanted to actually do? I don't remember that conversation. First, I don't know if I was present. Well, for okay, it. like so, I was a punky eighteen-year-old. So they immediately like, "You yeah. sure you can do that with all that sass?" I'm like, "Watch me." But um, the yeah. the first thing that they actually were concerned about was you're not gonna make you're not gonna make oh, money. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. ministry people don't get paid a lot. So it like so immediately I was like, "Here's my dream at the time. Here's my dream. Here's what I here's what I want to at least try to do in college." And both of them were like, yeah. "Dude, I don't. I would really think about that. You're not going to make any money." And and yeah, and that was their own insecurity coming out for sure because they never felt like they had enough no, money. No, and I and I'm not I'm not doing that to bash them. That yeah. they, they were right. Yeah. I mean, I am living proof that that is an accurate statement <laughs> at 28, six years in in full time ministry. But um, it, but it. It's the idea that, like, you overall, like, do you really want? It's the idea that, like, people don't understand that they're actually going to die one day. And I don't say that to make people sad or to make, I want, I want people to think about, you know, like, uh, anytime I talk to someone about what they really want to do, the first thing I talk about is, like, if you only have, I say it as if it's not actually real, you know, if you only have yeah. one life, what's that one thing you want to chase? Because people don't, when they hear it that way, they'll say what they actually want to do. But when you tell them mm-hmm. you only have one life, choose, it becomes way harder. So you can say, if you only have one life, what do you want to do? And then they actually say what they want mm-hmm. to do. And like, hey, guess what? Good news. You only have one life. You should do that thing. Um, yeah. You, you know, it's a roundabout way of getting there. But I, I wonder how many people, kind of like Bob talks about, like don't even know or aren't even, aren't even acknowledging their dream because because it might mean risk-taking. And, and yeah. And risk taking is scary because it means you could lose everything and you could fail. And Bob talks about how many times he's failed. Did you know? I don't know if you know this about Bob, but Bob is a lawyer. Bob is a lawyer. But he didn't get into law school. He actually failed the test. And so he sat outside the dean's office for a full school year every single day and would ask the dean for like for him to like, hey, could I please take the test? Or, hey, could I please try to get in? And after, after you know, I said a year, but after a long time doing this, the dean gave him like a full set of books and was like, hey, class is in 10 minutes. You better get in. Um, and, and so, you know, that's one example. But there are numerous times where this guy talks mm-hmm. about his own failures. Like he's not talking about I have all the money. Yeah. I, I have the whole world in my yeah. hands. Growth but, mindset. That's what we call that at Oakland sure. is growth mindset. We teach that at a young age. It's not being afraid to fail because realizing that, you know, I say this all the time. I only, I only get things right because I did it wrong probably three times before. Oh yeah. 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 You know, and it's, it's all about, you know, (coughs) if you can't do something, the key is to say you can't do it yet. And, and it's very different. Like a lot of people even think with art, like, oh, that's a, it's interesting what we see as a gift versus something you can learn. Yeah. Like you believe I can learn to do science and math, but you don't believe that you could learn to do art. Even Mm. if you don't think you can draw a lick, with enough time and practice, anybody could actually learn a creative skill. They just don't think that. It's it's all about what you believe you can learn and what you can accomplish, even if you fail. Right. And it, 
I don't know. Just thinking about, I don't even know where we started this podcast. We talked about. I don't know. It turned very motivational. Yeah, that's whatever. I, I mean, yeah, like, that's all right. Positive, you know. But I, you know, for anyone that listens to this, and even myself, like each day, I've got to wake up, and instead of being like same old day, I've got to start thinking like, is, and what I'm is anything I'm going to do today is it going to get me closer to what I actually want to do in life? Um, mm-hmm. and if you don't know, then then figure it out. This is a fruit that like. Yeah, this is, and it this doesn't is, have to. I mean, like, go you, ahead, sorry. no, you're good. Like, you have an idea of what you'd really like to do. You said it. Um, you said like, uh-huh. if I could do anything, and that's how people phrase it. And the truth is, right. you can. Like, if you, you you can, you can try it. And if you fail, do yeah. better at it. And people yeah. mess up once, and they're done with stuff. I mean, I know, I know, people that stopped dating entirely because because it didn't go go well, like once or twice. Like that's it. And and. Yeah that's that's insane to me or people that i know people that failed a class because it was difficult so instead of retaking it they changed their entire major in college like you change your entire life because you didn't understand one thing on a class and you failed like one quiz Mm -hmm. like people went from people went from nursing to like education or you know like totally totally i could like they could have done nursing but instead they messed Mm -hmm. up once and they just switched entire roles and then they didn't even you know like some of them even just yeah. didn't even finish college, but yeah, I think people need to just uh, um, embrace their dreams more than being forced. Uh, yeah, being and forced your to dream, right? And your dream also though doesn't have to be a job or a career. No, like, you know, it can be. I want to make, make a podcast <laughs> to support my family and have a happy. You know, like because right now I I'm I'm living my dream out you know I'm, I'm married to a wonderful woman i've got two dope dogs a house a good job like such this is great i love my to, life such a millennial way to describe your dogs oh my god uh, you know i eat a lot of avocados so yeah i it's wouldn't doubt part, it. part of it um okay so i think <laughs> yeah i think we're just because we're hitting that mark where i, I want to stop a podcast at because they're getting kind of long um sure uh, think about what an actual dream is, people listening, and and don't be afraid or don't let people tell you you suck at it because that's just insecurity of other people. Um, this, I don't. This will be it, I guess. Ha- have a nice <laughs> day, just, I guess. Have a nice day, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>